What it do, Juice? What it do, damn? How you doing, brother? I'm ready for this live call-in, sir. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We already know Saw Squad, my boy, the general Ali. himself, Ali Perry. What's up, dude? Hey, I just want to cheers, everybody. It's a good night. We snowed in up here where I am. <laughs> yeah, um, Pretty pretty crazy weather. We had me and my family got to spend some time in the snow today, so it was a good day. Just hanging out, relaxing. Martin Martin Luther King Day, you know. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. What you been doing tonight, Juice? The same thing. Just man, like you said, we just snowed in, so played the game a little bit and got mm-hmm. some sleep. That's that's roughly about it. Good days, right? You better believe it. Yes, sir, man. Welcome to Talking Sauce. If it's your first time joining us, man, we do a live call-in show every once in a while. This used to be our thing right here, me and Juice. Get on here yes, and do sir. a little drinking and thinking. And then, uh, you know, by the end of the show, we're doing a lot of slurring. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> man, we talk college football, mainly Florida Gators. I'm your host, Tim. And always joining me, Juice, the co-host of the show. <clears throat> well, do good Juice. peoples. Yes, sir. We got a big show tonight, man. It's going to be fun. Uh, this is a live call-in, so let me go ahead and drop the link real quick here uh, in the chat. You guys could be a part of the show. Uh, this show for y'all, man. We just, me and Juice, going to have some conversations about what's going on with the Florida Gators, some recruiting. We're going to cover a few new <clears throat> commits Florida got from the portal. We're going to look at the state of Florida recruiting. Uh, we're also going to look at a few of the 2025 commits that have already committed. You know, in this day and age, I don't <laughs> I don't know what the commitment really means, but, hey, right. they, they, they say they're coming, right? <laughs> Right, this is what they say they coming so far. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Juice, I I do. Before we get into these full topics, man, I do I do want to go ahead and ask you. You know, we haven't talked about this on the show with the end the end of an era with Nick Saban, man. What oh, was your yeah. first initial thoughts when you heard Saban is retiring? <laughs> man, um, truthfully. I mean, it was it was a happy but sad moment. Uh, you know, you know, you're happy, man. You don't have to deal with him no more. Uh, from you know, but truthfully, ain't like we had to deal with him too tough anyway. We can't make it there, so uh, <laughs> it ain't like we've been uh, dealing with him too tough. But you know, it's just it's sad to see it's the end of the era. You know, uh, Nick Saban, probably one of the greatest coaches ever uh, to coach, coach the game of football. And so to see it in our lifetime, you know, but mu- much respect to him. Um, I mean, shoot, he one of the goats, man. So how about yeah. yourself? Man, <clears throat> You know, I thought it was one of them parody accounts or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People was trolling, man. I'm like, man, stop. Stop playing. But, you know, it's official like a referee's whistle. Yes, yeah, sir. Um, he he, sure. <clears throat> he definitely 
put his stain on college football and it's going to be weird um, and interesting without him at Alabama. Um, they they did find a new coach in Kalen and um, from the coach from Washington. Right. And, um, you know, he's been around football for a while and was came from, you know, coach smaller schools and um, saw what he did at Washington this year. So Alabama was, you know, really, I don't know if that was their first choice or whatever, but uh, I think he does have, you know, if anybody should succeed, it could, it should or could be him. Uh, a lot of pressure, obviously, but I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he knew this when he took the job. Well, you got to right. come in and compete against. Uh, he better get into that recruiting because the only, you know, kind of thing for me when I look at Kalen's uh, history and coaching, you know, where he, we coach that and all that stuff. Uh, offensive minded, which is good, but he hasn't touched the SEC as a coordinator or assistant or a head coach. So, uh, you know, obviously, anybody that does that and comes to the SEC, you better be willing to recruit your ass off. <laughs> yeah. The good, thing, the good thing with him, though, luckily, I, I, in which I still believe, you know, Nick Saban is still going to have some parts to play in. With the first year, just to you know, keep the ball, try to keep the ball rolling and uh, going. But a, a good thing that he's not coming to a situation of Florida. So at least on one hand, he's he's coming into a a, a school that's pretty much he doesn't have a lot of deficiencies anywhere or or anything. But like you said earlier. He, he needs to come in and hit that ground running with the recruiting because, you know, they do have some key players now leaving, you know, with that, like um, Isaiah Bond and you have, um, you have Cruz, um, yeah, and, and uh, oh, uh, Milrose actually entering the, the portal as well so you know nah, that was that was a okay that was okay good <laughs> yeah <All right. laughs> no he is uh he was there they bro that was a good troll they had people writing articles about it i bet it, it did. Uh, yeah <laughs> he wasn't really so okay uh, good. Uh, yeah that's what i say bro that's what i thought when nick saban retired i, I had to go confirm for myself and you got to look, read, look at these accounts, <laughs> look them up again, because they will get you. They will get you, yeah, especially uh, be like me. I'm just scrolling real quick, like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I double check, double check that name and followers. <laughs> yeah, Some of them are real good, because they got followers. Like that Jalen Miro's is a parody account. I think he got he got quite a bit of followers. So oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> it is. Got me. Got me on that, man. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, you know, Juice, the Florida Gators, uh, here recently picked up a uh transfer QB from the portal, Kalen Millen. Uh <clears throat> if you haven't noticed from Colorado State, six three sophomore. Uh he actually started for them in 2022, and I think he got injured. Uh, somewhere along the way towards the end of the season. And then they had a red red shirt freshman step in. Uh, and then uh, they announced him. It was at Jay Norville, I think. Coach Jay Norville over there at Colorado State uh, announced at the beginning of this year that he that um, the, the red shirt freshman they got would be the starter. So uh, kind of lost his position. And looks like they probably never looked back and kind of 
um, ride with him. Um, Juice, he, he, his career stats, you know, over at Colorado State, he only logged, I think, one game this past season. Uh, they played Washington, uh, Cam Ward and those guys. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, yeah, they, they, they put it on old Colorado State, but, uh, career wise, this kid, he's sitting at, what is he at? Let me see here. <clears throat> Uh, he is at this past season, uh, the Washington game, he had 15 completions, 24 attempts, 110 yards, 62.5% completion percentage. Uh, like I said, that was the only game that he logged, uh, in 2022, uh, played quite a few games, uh, 1,900 yards, 10 touchdowns, six interceptions, 72.2% completion percentage. Uh, so, you know, I think Florida's going to have to, you know, get some guys on that roster where, you know, obviously not going to be a starter, but um, you got to build depth as well. <laughs> uh, right. So you got to you gotta fill out the QB room because you had Jack Miller uh, took an early, you know, leave from football. Uh, then you had um, Max Brown. And then- yeah, Max Brown transfer out. Um, so yeah, uh, who else? I think then we have a then another QB leave, Michael Leon. Did he graduate or whatever? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I want to say something. I know I thought it was another quarterback that did leave mm-hmm. that left, yeah. But, um, like you said, uh, this is something that we we needed more as to have depth in, in the quarterback room. Um, mm-hmm. This wasn't to sit here and say, oh, he's going to come in and be, you know, a starter or anything. Yeah. Not to sit here and say he can't he can't compete, but we would, you know, this ain't something that was looking for the starters just to have uh, hopefully some competition in this quarterback room that will keep pushing it, everybody. So, you know, good luck. Congratulations. Welcome to the Gators. Um Hope you do good. Yep. Um, so just to fill out that room and then juice, we also um, <clears throat> getting into that 2024 or 2025 class um, Florida still transfer portal, still looking to fill out this current class. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, I think they're currently at nine transfers uh, from the portal. We just talked about clay. Uh, you got DJ Douglas, Devin Manuel, George Grums, Grayson Howard, Shamir Dyke, uh, Jaquise Bridges, Joey Slackman, and Brandon Crenshaw Dixon to fill out this class. Uh, then you got this young class coming into this, you know, headlined by DJ Lagway. Uh, so, <clears throat> you know, I, I think that the portal, it, it's very interesting because, man, you got some very, this is the most talent that I have seen enter the portal. Uh, whether or not, you know, some of these guys are very young. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's the only thing is if you, depending on what you're looking for guys to contribute, like, are you looking for guys to come in right away? Or are you looking to build out your team over, you know, the next couple of years? I think that's kind of where their portal is a weird thing because you do have really young, talented guys, but then you also got some elite guys who showed you that they play on the field. Uh, already with, like you said earlier, Isaiah Bond from Alabama. You got Evans Stewart. These wide receivers in this portal is crazy. Crazy, bro. yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, you definitely, um, definitely in this this portal here, you see it a lot more um, high, highly talented, uh, more in this transfer portal than you have seen before. Uh, really, all all the way across the board, man, you're seeing good talent, like you said, and it's a lot of young ones that ha- actually have, you know, three, <laughs> three. <laughs> Three years left. Some right. of them ain't played football. At football, school, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot of quality uh, that are coming out of the portal this year. I have to mm-hmm. give them that. Um, and so I think that's going to probably be a trend that's, that's basically going to happen now. You're going to start seeing, seeing these kids coming out, you know, basically hitting the portal early because they, they have the option – to leave and so now more the kids are gonna commit to the coaches more than commit to the school so you know these coaches they get they either leave or getting fired so or just other little things in in between right (laughs) yeah 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 Yeah. exactly can't lie no more man oh yeah and so these kids gonna jump ship real quick so yeah, it's about to be a new new part of the game. So, um, and like you said, it's you really now because um, I was with you before, like where you saying you really can't. Um, well, before you know, just really can't build off the portal. If they keep this up, you probably can start building out the portal because it's a lot of you know good talent uh, coming out. So, but that. But that's just this year. Let's see if it continues to happen, though. Yeah, and and I think it, you know, it, the you you can definitely have some a lot of success in the portal. You know, the only thing is when you get like there to me, just offensive line is. I don't think you can just rely on building in the portal because it it just I don't think that's sustainable. I think any other position that you probably can. Uh, you know, and and also remember, you gotta have a strong NIL, and um, are you willing to, you know, um, um, accept, you know, some of these kids and what they want to come to the team or whatever? Um, as far as in the NIL, do you have a strong base there? Uh, how much money? Because we heard, you know, Stoops. Remember, he came out earlier, some um, sometime during this year, and basically said, um, um, talking about Georgia, like. Man, we we won't, we won't pay our players like they do, you know. Like, right? So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's it's something that you you have to be in tune with, because uh, like I said, like when you look at these, some of these guys, and Florida was on some of these guys coming out of high school, and you're like, man, oh man, I hope Florida get this dude. Well, you know, they ain't. <laughs> they not gonna pay the, these elite guys because Evan Stewart, Walter Nolan, Isaiah Bond, them dudes. Yeah, yeah, they they're gonna cost you a little, you know, little money. Yeah, they gonna... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah, they're gonna cost you. Mm-hmm. And if your nil ain't willing to pay to play, then it is what <laughs> and, it is. You know? Yeah, right. They ain't playing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you can see some of these kids the. Top ones, you know, when we go back and look at this list again here, I got it up on the screen here, Juice. Like, <clears throat> when you just go into a, looking at Walter Nolan, you remember 
you know, when he coming out of high school and what was going on with him and all that stuff at Texas A&M, um, Isaiah Bond, Texas, Evan Stewart, Oregon. I mean, you know, these are some big name kids, Dante Moore, Oregon, man, <laughs> you know, Oregon going to be very interested next year, dude. Uh, Dan Lynn is still over there. Um, so yeah, I think you, you just got to figure out how you, if you need a position and you want to go get them, um, you got that money behind you. It's all good, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think also too, we got some comments on the screen here. Justin Cordero. How you doing, Justin? What's going on as well? He says, we getting any of the Bama play, portal players? Um, yeah, I honestly don't know, um, Justin. <laughs> um, just in off the top of my head right now, I would say um, it, it's still got a little bit to go. Um, whether or not Florida's going to get any, ugh, I don't know. It looks like they're already all kind of uh, <laughs> so well, smiling. And these 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 elite ones like Isaiah Bond, those type of dudes, they 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 yeah, go pretty over, quick, man. Over ten, like um, I, I, um, yeah. I, I I don't know what's up with this staff, and look, I don't want nobody to think like I'm not appreciative or I'm not happy. Um, to a certain extent, I am. Um, you know, I'm. I'm glad that we got the commits that we got. You know, going for 25. Um, but excuse me. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. We got two O line coaches and a coach that claimed to be offensive minded, but I'm not seeing, not seeing anything on this O line. Like, there's nothing. I haven't seen no commits, man, and that's that's a big issue for me because we've been looking at this O-line play, and this O-line play has been not not good at all. And so to me is to see everything else committing in every other position besides O-line. Y'all can sit here and say all you want to about having DJ Lagway come in, but if you ain't got an O-line to hold, hold anybody up we're gonna be looking the same way that we've been looking so until i start seeing that i'm really i'm thoroughly disgusted it's just pure point blank yeah um offensive line you know it's definitely with a coach who wants to kind of set up the run and Pretty much sets everything else up. You know, Billy Napier is going on his third year at Florida. We can even just go back, you know, um, what he signed. We got here for offensive line. And, you know, that's one of the areas before he got here was a struggle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and where we had pretty much a whole season where we couldn't run the ball and um, couldn't <laughs> pass block sometimes. And it just never seemed like we've had an offensive line that can do both things uh, solid in a while, in quite a while. Uh, yeah. It's either one or the order, one or the other, or they just are not um, that good as well. Uh, but you can just see here where we're going through some of these classes and looking at what we, what he was able to sign there. Um, 
And then going into this year with DJ Lagaway, you know, a guy that's a leader heading up this class. Uh, and then, you know, you do have Fletcher uh, there, which is, uh, you know, a good signing. But when the way that your offensive line has struggled over the last few years and even the season before, uh, you did he did pull Osiris Torrance from his old previous destination, you know, uh, which was good bringing him. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't it'll be interesting to see where some of these guys got um, guys like what is that uh, Austin Barber? Um, you got guys like <laughs> Bridgie Leonard's gone. You got guys Kingsley. He's going to the NFL. Jake Slaughter, uh, Cam Waits. Um, <clears throat> you know, Mazuka's gone. So you have Najee Harris. I think Lindell Hudson's gone. You'll have Damian George back. Um, so you definitely gotta figure out how to fill in some of these pieces to, to be able to move move some things on this offensive line. We know Graham Mertz, you know, he's he's not, uh, you know, he's not going to kill you in the pocket with his legs. You need to give him time to be able to throw and set up things. Um, you can see some, you know, some of the times he's, I think he's like the second or third most sacked QB in the SEC this past year. I, don't, I know Jalen Miro's, he kind of went up uh, a lot uh, since the last time I looked at it, but uh, you can't have that happen again, you know, just, just coming up uh, season because, you know, Ricky Pearsall, you know, right on the cusp of a thousand yards. He's no longer there. Um, you'll have to figure out, you know, who's your one two punch with at running back because you lost um, um, ETN. ETN. Yeah. And then you lost Kingsley off the line, Mazuka um, off the line, Richie Leonard off the line. Um, <laughs> so, you, you know, you got to figure out some things and whether you can make that move. Uh, uh, for me, uh, offensive line coaches, I think that's where – I mean, I I think that's where you have to win. Like, if you win if you win in any area, I think the offensive line is going to be your downfall, the success uh, mm-hmm. with this team. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I'm with you. And just for me, it's uh, all right. To me, it doesn't make sense. It's almost just like um, the playoffs. You know, how you going to have four playoff spots, but you say you got a power five and you're only going to have four slots. You already setting yourself up for failure. So, and like this right now is like you got two O-line coaches and a head coach that's supposed to be offensive-minded, but nobody is. It seems like everybody forgetting about the O-line. I don't see the recruiting there as it is in every other spot. So, again, just red flags. Yeah, and and I think that's where, you know, we was all when Billy Napier came in and that's where the last regime struggled is recruiting. Mm -hmm. You know, I think where we are now and where we have been, you know, in his first two years with Florida, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not adding up as far as in, the, the recruiting now, um, I think he's identified some talent, but talent alone in the SEC is not going to get you where if you are a Florida fan uh, and you probably want to win uh, in the SEC, talent just alone is not going to get you a win. Now, what will get you win is um, collecting talent, right, getting the best players in the state of Florida. Uh, that's where you start to see success and winning. Yeah. And 
you know, we'll go into this in here in a minute, Juice. And I don't know if you want to say anything else about coaches. Uh, do, you know, do we see any other coaches? I know a lot of people talk about offensive, you know, coordinator and all that stuff. Um, and you know, I think it'll to me. I think he'll be calling plays again this year because I think DJ. I heard DJ Lagway a while back say, "All uh, I know, what I from what I know, Billy Napier will be calling plays now. Whether that's wrong or right." We'll see. Um, I'm pretty sure he don't tell the dude every move he gonna make, and um, he, he, you know, I think we all could agree that with how offense is going, just in college football, uh, I do think it's time for some evolution. Um, and I think that with DJ Lagway, when I saw what Anthony Richardson was at Florida, uh, it just never looked right to me, right? Um, and I think there was a lot of um and it was only for one year so you, how much can we really say like what was what what was what it is and then anthony richardson what was he on his second or third you know kind of offensive scheme because um i know he had dan mullen but remember dan mullen went through brian johnson and anthony, while anthony richardson was there as well mm-hmm. uh, so it, it he's been through a little bit and then the whole dan mullen from billy napier is a different change different players all that stuff so i'm just hoping that with dj we know how talented he is what he can do with the ball in his hands uh and i'm just hoping that he can take advantage of that i I do want to see some more skill and playmakers that's another thing for me when you start to look at this class and you got dj lagway will kind of take it back to him again uh the head of the class but then when you kind of look at uh you know that elite and when I say elite, I mean like just top guys. I feel like you kind of missing that top, you know, wide receiver, top tight end to really uh, help him now. Don't I'm not saying that you don't have talent because you know obviously you do, right? You got a good yeah. running back, you got some good wide receivers, but that's head man. Imagine with these guys that you have here, and you have a headliner at the top of that list. I know it wasn't a Jeremiah, uh, Smith. Wasn't Jeremiah yeah. Smith. Yep. I'm not saying that he was going to come to Florida, but I'm just saying, imagine him on top of what's going on right now. Right. That's <laughs> that's how you win the SEC. That's how you get things changed around with talent like that. Um, so that, that's my opinion. And I know in recruiting with what you're trying to compete against, when you go look at some of these other classes uh, <laughs> and around the SEC, that's why you're currently right now what six – in the SEC, if you look at current player average ringing, that's why you're six and not in the top three because, you, you know, some of the players that you should have probably signed or you couldn't close on left or for whatever reason, just might not have meant to be. But um, if you want to win the SEC and Texas and Oklahoma ain't helping you, they've, they're already, looks like they're leapfrogging you this year already. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Also, too. Uh, let's get to let's look at this 2025 class. We got three commits currently. I'm gonna stop sharing my screen here, Juice. Um, and then we'll have a conversation about just 2025 in general because we're about to get in kind of the state of Florida recruiting, Juice. Uh, this is this won't be the first time that we have talked about this. We talked about this with Dan Mullen many times, right? And Juice, we, we know that um, even Billy Napier knows this 
because I think he mentioned it. It was it as his press conference when he mentioned it. About, I believe um, the percentage of percentage of what he of- need. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was. It was yeah. It was definitely in a press conference, uh, without a doubt. Uh, I don't yeah. remember if it was his opening one, but he definitely mm-hmm. said it. So is he knows? Mm-hmm. He definitely knows. Um, and we all know that Florida is at its best when they win the state of Florida. And at this point in time, man, you know, winning the state of Florida is a different definition to me because at this point, um, now I, I do think that. It, it's still open to for one of these big three schools to take it back. Um, but I think at this point in time where all three schools have been, that it's just been very hard for them to land a lot of these top talented guys and then you throw an IMG into this equation, right, which is in the state of Florida. But a lot of right. these kids come from all over the place. So, um, you know, it's a whole other situation. But right now, currently Florida in 2025, Three commits uh, with uh, Waltez Clark being the first commit in this class, uh, being the longest commit since September, running back out of uh, Tampa, Florida. Uh, looks like Juice right now. looks like they on a roll a little bit. Two days, two commits. It started off with uh, Josiah Abdullah, wide receiver out of Georgia, uh, 5'10", 175. And then uh, the next day you get Jalen Wiggins, defensive line. Uh, out of Tallahassee, Florida, um, big commit defensive lineman six four, uh, and these these rankings, man, they gonna change <laughs> a ton by the time we get to that finish line. Uh, you got a whole season to go through. These kids gonna change their minds, but right now we just looking at it way too early. This is what you do when you are obsessed with college football, uh, right. just to kind of see, you know what what the headliner is around these classes and juice what we gonna do let's um we're gonna go ahead and look at some film here on these kids if you guys haven't gotten to check out some of these kids they've updated their film here so we're gonna watch some of these um um them can you see my screen here or no what are you looking at on my uh, screen? yes Actually, um, i'm saying up oh, not not long, anymore bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that was the wrong screen. So I'm about to put up uh Waltz here on the screen. Uh before I do that too, Juice, let me go ahead and post. Like I said, this is a live call-in show, guys. If you haven't joined us before, basically you could be a part of the show. All you do is I'm about to put the link in the chat for you all. You click the link, you can join, have a conversation with us. It's super easy. It's fun. We'll, you know, whatever the topics are, whatever you want to ask or talk about, we all in. I just posted it. Um, link. Boom. There we go. All right. All right. Have you uh, got a chance to check out Gualtes? No, I, I have. Unfortunately, I have not. All right, well, we about to see what. Check them out. There's. There we go. Let's start that thing over. Running back. I think he's on defense right now. Oh, no, maybe that's him at running back. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell. I think they. There you go. Hey. 
Oh, 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 okay. God. <laughs> okay. Dang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's how you can do it. Just look at me like, he, did, he just did that. He just did that. Yeah. Boy, jumped over two people with a dude with the yeah. dude on him. <laughs> on him, right. Mm. Oh, yeah, he got on the jet, boy. Like that acceleration. Like him on special teams as well. <clears throat> right now, we're looking at Waltez Clark. Wow. Out of Tampa, Man. Florida, running back 6'1, 194. They got him listed at right now, currently. Watching his film. And let's see what he got right here. Mm. Mm. Ooh, he's 6'1, too, Juice. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I like that acceleration though when you can tell when mm -hmm. he decides and he accelerates, he gets gets going. Mm, a little stutter mm. inside. Hit the outside. Uh what you <laughs> what you doing, boy? Got him lined up wide receiver. Okay. Got some hands. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. You can find the open space yeah. in the field. Yeah, he drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened. <laughs> the first commit for the Florida Gators in the 2025 class back in September. Man, got them lined up oh, on nice. the outside here. Uh. We all know that the Florida. Uh, running backs need to catch the ball <laughs> or need some, need some yeah, attempts to catch the ball. <laughs> so, hey, man. Dang, you making something. God. Ooh. That was nice. Ooh. Made something out of nothing he's, on he's that a one. He's a, he's a weapon. Yeah. That's easy right there. Yeah, that's easy. You give him an open field, man. He he going he got the jets to yeah. make something happen. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that. Bro, you, <laughs> you see that. yeah, yeah. He's an interesting running back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I could see a good pair with him and uh Daniels that came in from um in the last cycle. That could be a, a nice little pairing together, man. Let's see if we can get an old line though. Mm. Okay. <laughs> Sit down, child's play. For real. Mm. <laughs> Touchdown. Ain't that's grown man running right there. Easy work. Waltez Clark. Tampa Florida 6 1. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice size though. Mm -hmm. 6 1. So you know. More likely to put some more. Oh, bro, he's pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a he, he's an interesting. I feel like this dude, you can probably move him around the field as well, just by what we have seen here. Like, right? Yeah, you can I move. Like yeah, you, move him out. Out. Mm -hmm. Keep the, that man. He's a weapon, like you said, to where you could keep 
you could dictate and figure out what the defense is running. You know, okay, hey, let's move them out if you need to, because, like you said, we need a, a running back that can that can catch the ball, so that can add a, another wrinkle into the offense. So, mm. that's him at outside linebacker. Uh-huh. Pennsylvania, whatever. Like, hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> On defense again. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that boy playing nickel? <laughs> hey. Oh, okay. That boy said, I'm a running back, and I'm about to run it back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Juice. Okay. Yeah, good pickup. Um, That is another thing. I'll tell you what I am seeing with with Billy is that he's looked like he's trying to get some of these players that have – been able to uh, play on kickoff because you know special teams is an issue and is and is a need um, that we need to fix as well. So uh, I do like that. So this is this is something good to to actually see. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, interesting kid. Like I said, um, <laughs> we we need to see how these you know these recruiting rankings stack up. Uh, he's a big kid at running back. He, <clears throat> you know, I think when you wish it, when you look at the film, you see him everywhere. He's an athlete. He can catch the ball uh, on both sides of the ball. Uh, yeah, at him lot on the line. It looked like he playing some nickel or whatever he was linebacker. I don't know where he, I don't know where he was at. He was all over the field, blocking, kicks, <laughs> right. running the ball back. Uh, so yeah, I think this is a kid everybody could use. Um, and I think a lot of schools wanted him as well. Highly rated kid. So, all right, just let's move on to our next commit. And the next commit we'll look at is Mr. Josiah Abdullah, Atlanta, Georgia, 5'10, 175. Okay. Oh, speedy guy. All right, let me share my screen here. I'm always down for some wide receivers, man. Uh, these little speedy guys. One of my favorite positions at the University of Florida. Um, so all about the speed. We need some demons out here to, to really change the tempo, uh, help out DJ, whoever is the QB at Florida. Get them them quick, easy throws. Turn the QB to pros. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, turn them in the holes one because uh, somehow <laughs> <laughs> with this whole you like, oh, oh, you're a hoe. I don't know. <laughs> you're a pro hoe. I don't know. But <laughs> hey, uh, no, uh, but yeah, that was already impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and, and honestly, that's what I'm I, because I don't see you know that recruiting with the the old line. I have like 
what we have noticed is that they have been recruiting speed. So is the game plan more to just, you know, do, you know, kind of more quick options, quick reason, let just kind of like get, just get the ball into these playmakers hand and let them, you know, do what they can do or what? Yeah. Um, Damn, that was I mean, a nice catch. Nice catch. I think with way, the way the offensive line been playing the last couple of years, you better get everything out quick. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> a little stutter step there. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah, stop and go almost. This is, I think, it's a junior season here. Footage uh, most updated. I think easy money. He's um oh he's him. very quick and and he's he's gonna always uh I can see now he's gonna always be able to to get away from the um from that defender that little quick yeah that little quick yeah. twitch um he I think that's like more his bread and butter and it's gonna be hard to to figure out what he's gonna do. And if you got a good quarter, a good quarterback that got, you know, they got that system together, that's gonna be hard. That'd be a hard tandem, man. <clears throat> they hitting them over that middle too. Yeah, a little punt return here. Let's see what you're working with. Oh yeah, you too slow. Hey, get out my way, boy. I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get the, out the way, Stanley. <laughs> Stanley always in the way. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Yeah. Uh, what you gonna do with it? I uh, I mean, like I said, man, I will sit here and say this. You know, with the receivers that that they do have coming in from, uh, especially like from last year, with you know getting some Andy Jean and um, you know now uh this year like Jare Hawkins, I'm seeing I'm seeing that speed and I'm hopefully that get chance to see them because i can think with all them on the on the field together man that can that can cause defense some concerns but i'm gonna just keep saying it to a blue in the face depends on his old line yeah it'll be it'll be interesting um to to see what the wide receivers look like this year because like i see you lost ricky pierce all and Close should have been a thousand yard receiver. Still yeah, coming, man. yeah, um, yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, now people are gonna be keying on to Eugene. We've seen how talented he is, but now you know it's gonna be lockstep. They got film on you all year, you know, the tendencies and how Billy Napier likes to use you. And the people who are super successful are the ones that people game plan for and still destroy you right right um, and i think that's where we'll you know see where when you get uh like aiden mazel andy gene those type of dudes and um you know you got a Arliss Boardingham and the tight ends and you got running backs i, I still want to see them get the ball to the running back out of the backfield i think that's something i'll be interested to see because montreal just <clears throat> uh 
hasn't been that guy, you know, even when he was with the Raging Cajuns, didn't catch a lot of passes out of the backfield. And that just might not be a part of the offense, right? Um, yeah. What they're trying to achieve. And because, I mean, I know it's not a part of the offense. <laughs> yeah, right. Look, look at them. At the Raging Cajuns didn't really um, throw the ball to the backs a lot either as well. But, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it's evolution, baby. Evolution. Year right. three. Year three, time to put up or shut up, right? Yeah, basically, yeah. It, 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 yeah. It's We're watching uh, Josiah Abdullah commit. Just committed. What yesterday was it? Juice was that yesterday? Yeah, yesterday the the fourteenth. Five ten wide receiver, one seventy five, speedy guy. Florida needs all the speed that he can get. And uh, this kid definitely has the wheels. He looks like he's a guy you can get the ball to, kind of turn something into nothing. Um, <clears throat> I just I think when you look at this film, he he's not just just on the field. I'm not saying like you know he's different on the field. I don't see him really. You know, he's not a super speedster, but he's fast. Right. Um, Let's see here. Yeah, see, like, but you can see he, I feel like he's going to be a solid guy for you. He knows where to sit in the zones. Uh, it looks like his route run is pretty solid. You can see him right there, kind of, you know, make his, give it, give an easy throw for the quarterback to him sitting in the zones. Um, boom, easy. Yeah. All right, Juice. Yes, sir. Abdullah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. I like. I agree with you. Um. I like. Like what you said. Um. He has speed, but it's not that still that 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 Percy Harvin speed. You know. He got a nice little quick twitch to him. Um, I think he's better with just like on his cuts. He's quicker with the cuts. So agility wise, he's he's good. But he the man's that's it's good pickup. That's all I'm saying. Great pickup. Can't wait to see him out on the field. Cause he'll definitely gonna add a different dynamic. Um I can and he run he runs with toughness too, so um <clears throat> Can't wait to see him touch the field. Yeah, and then um, Juice, he also, too, you know, this is his junior season, so guess what? The kid got, got a whole another season. A season to school. go, yeah, yeah. Um, And I like, I, I can tell he's just doing what he's being asked to do out there. Talented kid. We'll see what that senior season brings him, and we'll get him back in here and watch some more of that beautiful bean footage. Bean footage you know what? Because <laughs> we're definitely gonna keep an eye on him. Mm-hmm. All right, Juice. Let's get to Jalen Wiggins. Yes, sir. Uh, I haven't gotten a chance to watch Jalen, so I'm excited to see defensive lineman uh, Jalen Wiggins, six four, two forty five, out of Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, 
So let's see what he's working with here, Juice. Boom. All right. The blue field, huh? I can't see him, coach. I know. <laughs> Wait, is that him? <laughs> I, if that's okay. Oh, I missed that one. <laughs> Yeah, let me uh hold on. <laughs> revert, revert. <laughs> Start that over. Jalen Wiggins. Yeah, I guess. Got a bit tight. Oh in. no, no. Okay. He was doing some block. Yeah, he was a tight end. Mm hmm Nice model. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Dang, <I'm>, yeah. <laughs> oh. Mm. oh, Jesus. Did he just make it <laughs> like skin? He kind of just slid off in there? He's using his hands pretty good. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm. Nice. Why? Yeah, yeah. I like how he didn't overwork his way to the outside. Because he, he looked like he was going, you know, going too, too far, far and then he mm. came right back. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Mm. Nice. Mm. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> Jumped on him like a spider monkey. <laughs> Come here. Oh, man. <clears throat> Jalen Wiggins, we're watching right now out of Tallahassee, Florida, defensive lineman. Six, mm. four and a half, two forty-five. That was a nice speed uh, for him to catch him. Oh, right back! Good oh, my. Lord. Hold Did he on, get up? Me... <laughs> no, <laughs> him and his head was planted <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> Somebody called an ambulance. Look at him! Look at him. <laughs> oh, my. He needs some milk. <laughs> God damn. Oh, Lord. Mm, he's pretty fast, too. Uh-oh. <laughs> said I got a cramp. Watch this. What are we watching? Blurry? Wow, mm. nice. I'm playing a little old line. Mm, good Lord. They defensive line kind of good, too. <laughs> mm, nice. Nice way to run that down. Yeah. I like this dude. Mm, come here. I like the way he, he can share blocks. Man, they mm. didn't got the whole team trying to rock this boy. Yeah. <laughs> they got the Tweedledee and Tweedledum out there. Both y'all block. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't. Yeah, that didn't work. <laughs> Not at all. 
They literally just like double teamed him straight off the line. Mm. Look at that. Oh, man. That was nice. Watch this. This is nice. Mm. He's getting a Dude blocking him pretty good there, but I like how he continues to work and didn't give up on the play and was there. Mm. Mm. He shared some blocks. His, his hand work is nice. Yeah. The way he works with his hands is good. Like he he's 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 good at that already. He's put yeah, he thank you. You said it. You said it right there. Ham. Watch him, him boy. Mm-hmm. You see how he's Man, like he's but... not keeping himself. It's like a kind of a push. He just mm-hmm. not really holding on. Or yeah, you can see him right there. Like he's even Boom. using leverage to push off people to get to people. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, he's... Mm. Look at that man. That... Yeah, I, I like this guy here, man. Mm. Oh yeah, he's gonna be. He's going to be, a, yeah. <laughs> they got the boy just block somebody, boy. <laughs> <laughs> mm, nice. Oh, my. Jalen Wiggins. Okay, Mr. Jalen. Set the tone for 2025, boy. <laughs> mm. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely liking this kid, man. <laughs> yeah, Jalen is a—he's an interesting kid, man. I think he—you see why he ranked where he at early on in the cycle, right? And it, you know, he got a whole another season just from what we saw there. I mean, dude, you know, technique—it looks solid. I think, um, you know, I think it'll be interesting to see. <clears throat> See, he also plays baseball as well. So, um, multi-sport kid. Yeah, I like I like Jalen. I think he, he really good to get him early on in the cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you need to keep on to him. That's why this kid juice. Um, when you look at um, every, I think a lot of people wanted this kid. That kid, I think it was. Let me see, Jalen. See <clears throat> yeah, I think Tennessee, Miami, Florida State, some of the other teams right now that are listed that wanted this kid. So yeah, nice. Yeah, definitely great. Definitely great pickup. He's if he keeps um, that up, <clears throat> yeah, man, definitely got a real. Real good future. <laughs> um, Josiah Juice had, I think, it's 50 offers. The wide receiver we just looked at. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of guys, Alabama, Auburn, everybody. 50 offers is crazy. <laughs> That's sick. All right, Juice. Uh, we're going to we're gonna get into the uh, – did you have anything else? No, no, sir. Um, let's look at the state of Florida 2025, man. 
All right. And Juice, we've had many conversations about the state of Florida and recruiting. Uh, we've done breakdowns just about every year on these top, you know, 25 kids, sometimes more. Uh, it just depends. We don't even look at kids necessarily that are committed to Florida, right? right. We're just looking at the, the talent in the state of Florida and what right. could be if you go into the state of Florida and win. So I think whatever big three team that can maximize, uh, when I say win, I mean, I'm not talking about grabbing, you know, all the dudes. I'm just saying the top talent in the state, you're, the, you know, you're, you're leading the charge. Uh, that's all it needs to be. Right. And if yeah. you're not leading the charge <laughs> and you letting every other team come in here, and um, grab whoever they want, you know, it's, it's going to be tough for you. I'm going to tell you that right now. So oh, I'm about to pull up 2025 here. That's the next cycle we got going on. And we're going to look at the state of Florida because we, I think we all need to see what the state of Florida is looking like, what these, what the best kids are there. There we go. And... Let me share my screen. Boop. Share. All right. <clears throat> there we go. All right. So these are right now, and these rankings will change drastically. <laughs> um, some of these kids, you see where they are now. They're going to fall or go up, rise or drop. Um and I'd use 247 two, rankings um, and just kind of go from there. And uh, we might be already just looking at this little small list. You might be lucky Nick Saban didn't left because it looked like Alabama was already having the hands in the cookie jar in the state of Florida. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Is this the state of Florida or the state of Alabama? State of Alabama, because they've been in here. They just been picking Florida players for for the longest, man. All right, Juice. Um, let's see right now. Just on the outskirts, how many kids are in the top one hundred? So, if you look, you get down to fifteenth, number ninety currently. Um, so you got 15 kids in the top 100, and then let's see how many kids you got in the top 250 at this moment. You got 30 kids within the top 250 juice, uh, just in the state mm. of Florida alone. <clears throat> and right now, currently, Florida, um, committed right now, you got number 11 with Jalen Wiggins, um, number 24 with. Uh, Waltez, and then you got. Did I skip one? No, but did not. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so when you look at the state of Florida recruiting juice, man, this is something that you. This is a must win. Um, uh, you know, you, you you have to be able to. This is where you turn the page if you're Florida. This is where you win, because um, this 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 state of Florida is is enriched. It's super talented. And when you just go back, let's just go back one year, Juice, and I'm gonna show you something real quick. When you look in the state of Florida, just alone, let me make sure you can go back the last couple of years. Man. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I think specifically last year, it might it's either 2024 or 2023. Uh-huh. It's a lot, it's a lot, man. Like um, I think it's 2023 was the crazy year, but right now, uh 2024, you got in the top 115 kids, right? Or 14 kids. The yeah. top 250, we're looking at 20 27 kids, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so, and that's just in the state of Florida alone. When you go back to 2023, Juice, I think this is the crazy year. 2023, yeah, this year's crazy right here. Let's see. Uh, oh, I was wondering what's going on. It's like, uh, because <laughs> I wasn't on the state of Florida. Oh. I was like, wait, run. All right. So in the top 100 juice this year, you had 22 kids this year. And then in the top 250 juice, look at this. You got up to about 45 kids. (laughs) So just to show you how enriched the state is, what it can be. And I'm telling you, if you pull these top talented kids, uh, in the state of Florida, and already you see top cornerback DJ Pickett out of Tampa, six two, right? Right. That's a kid. That's a kid. If you Florida, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. You need to be on, right? If you <clears throat> like, you really need to be taking like all your your top skill. You know, your top skill positions. Everything should be the top talent. You should. You should be able picking the number one, number two, the number three out of each, you know, each position, and then working your way out, out from there. Because, like you said, you just got too much talent at home that sh- that you should be able to keep at home. There's so, the lineman down here. Okay, Solomon Thomas, inside offensive lineman. Ain't really no tackles coming up out of Florida this year, though. You got. Zaire Addison, 6'5". But, yeah, um, some good wide receivers in there. <laughs> Jamie French, Jacksonville, Florida, 6'1". Like, Crystal Ball, Alabama. Alabama, yeah. <laughs> you got uh, Anthony Rogers, IMG, 5'8", uh, Alabama. You got an edge, 6'3", Alabama, Cocoa, Florida. Tavares Alford looks like he right now is trending towards Florida linebacker. So we'll see what that brings. You got another linebacker at IMG right behind him. I, I was looking at a 6'3", wide receiver, Dallas Wilson. Yeah, Oregon. Oregon. Like that need, <laughs> come on, man. Like, that need. But you know, hey, that's a nice pickup to get Jalen Wiggins. Um, well, but I need a wide receiver. <clears throat> We're talking about wide receiver here. Yeah, we need it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like you said, yeah, though, we we really need um, it's the old line, and like you said, I don't see. <laughs> Dude, wow. Like you said, Zaire well, and, Addison and, is more or less. God, dog. And that's not it. even. Um, 
let's look at all and then let's look at um linemen and this whoa what just happened there uh 2025 position ranking let's see what the linemen look like in 2025 juice don't want to stay uh let me just do all so yeah um not not in the state of florida you know you got one that solomon thompson and committed to florida state currently yeah Looks like you got quite a few tackles out here, though. Looking pretty good. Now they like them big tackles at Florida. Yeah, they're going to have to. Yeah, we need to be getting off some of these guys, man. Um, especially if. If they're in the, you know, nearby states, um, you know, if they're in your Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, uh, Tennessee area, Texas, they need to be hitting these spots hard. Um, it would be nice if they can get off into California. Um, you know what? I also wanted to see. We did just have a QB come through Florida. Um, let me go back here. What is going on with my screen here? Um, let's see here. Let's go back. And then let's look at some QBs as well, Juice, because you definitely need to, you know, get to them QBs early because they are leaving the board. Yeah. Um, Antoine Hill was the QB that Florida just had on campus. Big kid, 6'5". Um, two fifteen. Have you got a chance to check out Antoine Juice? No, I haven't. No, no, I haven't. He's, he's, him a, he's an interesting. He's an interesting kid. Definitely um, more of a pocket passer. Yeah. Um. Not, not really a dual threat. He is athletic enough to run, but he's a bigger kid. Strong arm. Um. Able to make throw all the throws looks pretty good. Uh, it, you know, he's a, like I said, an interesting kid. I think bigger specimen, and uh, I think he could be super talented. But yeah, Juice, I, I think this is very important for Billy Napier to identify. I think it starts obviously for him on the field this year. Um, he has to put together some success on the field. I think to be able to sell his dream at this point in time. Yeah. Um, Cause that kind of late brings us to our last question. Juice is him setting him his self up for success, you know, in 2024 season, do you think it's possible with some of the changes that we've seen, um, you know, early portal additions? I know we still got some time, but <clears throat> do you think that he's able do you think that he is able to go into this 2024 season win on and off the field? Um, okay. Yes, he can. Uh, so, yeah, he can. But will he? I don't know. Uh, just from just looking at, at the past and 
just from what's currently going on at this point in time right now, I'm going to say probably not. It'll be it'll be something. Um, and honestly, I, I believe it'll be offensively wise, whatever it is. It, Do you like his moves that he's done in the offseason? Because he's made a lot of changes. Um, it's to be determined because I have to see. To be honest with you, for that part, I have to see on the, on the field for the changes that he made um, and see if it actually be worth it. But the changes that I thought he should have made, uh, they still there. So, you know, the problem that I thought we had is still there. So I don't really know how to really feel about the changes that were made. Yeah, and I think that's what rocked everybody coming off with a five-game losing streak uh, to end the season against Florida State. It's the first changes. We know that changes had to be made. Um, you got to start somewhere. But I think the real thing that kind of shocked people, or not even, maybe not even shocked people, but just – was like wow okay that's interesting so all year we had issues just when you look at special teams and it didn't really look like it it, it didn't look like even a you know a college football special teams <laughs> look like you know some smaller school or just somebody maybe first year who got the job or whatever it was all over the place and it cost us some you know moments and times and games and then <clears throat> when you go from there guys i think too just um, the the physicality of guys, I think that was probably, oh God, uh, you know, a, a, a major uh, issue as well. When you look at what happened during the season, just it seemed like guys were as physical as we kind of seen some in the past. And then uh, obviously defense, right, you know, um, just didn't look um, – didn't look right and um just all over the place it seemed like Florida mm -hmm. at times could play okay defense and then they just get gashed and um you know that was an issue and then to me offensively i think at critical points during the season and in games you couldn't go put up points or move the ball a lot of three and outs right correct um, and then uh i, I think I would slide in before that too, Juice, is the offensive line and their inability to uh, protect Graham Mertz and what he, you know, is his strong points. I think that's another thing. And then even the running backs, it seemed like, you know, we, we had a talented running back kind of leave because uh, maybe he's frustrated. <laughs> like, damn, bro, game, <laughs> every time I get the ball, about three motherfuckers back here, I got to – ready as soon as I get the ball. <laughs> and you so, want to win too, so – Yeah. You know, you – excuse me. In a sense, you know, it's, a, it's football and it's a, it's a business too, so you got to respect, you know, I don't hate the player, I hate the game. But again, uh, it, 
the defense did leave us and was probably not one of our best defense that we've ever seen. But at, at times, too, our defense gave us stops that our offense couldn't capitalize off, off of. And so that's because, like you said, like even a, a prime time is like the LSU game. That could, so this could have been games that we we maybe could have won if, if the offense could have scored. So like the LSU game, even the Florida State game, you the defense actually got you a stop. So if right. especially if you know that okay, hey, my defense <clears throat> excuse me. If my defense is gonna falter and just sit here and say they they're they're gonna hold up for at least two and a half quarters. So whenever they get a stop, we have to make sure that we capitalize off of it. And that's what the offense didn't do. So yeah, to where we can sit here and blame the defense, we can sit here. I can promise you the offense need just as much blame and probably even more because they didn't capitalize and we could have won, you know, won some games just if you would have put some points on the board. Yeah. And then I think to, you know, one of the areas is able to work with what you had when you got there. I think that was another thing that I think was a failure when you look at, uh, I think there were some issues with some of the guys that, like, I don't know if you maybe um, didn't hit the portal hard enough when you first came there or maybe keep some of the guys, work hard enough to keep some of the guys and talk them into staying. Yeah. Uh, I do think a success for him was being able to bring in, you know, um, Cyrus or Torrance and even Montreal and Ricky Pearsall. I think those three things were successes for him and, you know, um, able to get those guys to come to Florida and kind of show, you know, some talent there. But, you know, I think, I think the main thing here is you got to show some life on this team and -hmm. you got to like, you got to show fun football too. Like, like, man, you like Florida football, it just don't look fun. Like, it's like times when I'm watching the game, I'm just not having fun. <laughs> and like I don't like I obviously I want my team to win. That's the I, I'm I'm <laughs> very competitive. Like I don't even like watching my team lose. I don't I definitely don't like to lose, right? Right. Uh and and I'm a Lakers fan and I'm a Florida fan. And especially being a Lakers fan, I'm already spoiled as hell. <laughs> uh so uh but yeah, I, I think that you gotta like put some like shows like we need to see your offensive minded coach. Like I need to see some fun and running the ball. Like, I don't know. I need to see some fun and motherfuckers catching the ball. Like, I think that's where, um, um, some of these, some of these games that you lose or win, it's just like, just like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, ugh. and then like, the crazy part too, I'm sorry, but, because that you said that I'm sitting here thinking like if we sitting here talking about the offense as well but it's also him you know it's not just really these players it's the coaching man because he has a lot that he gonna have to change because 
the coaching, the time management, but it's this play calling. Because like you said, how many times that you started off hot with, um, what is it? Eugene uh, Wilson. Eugene, yeah, right. Uh, it, Ricky Pearsall, and uh, Montreal or ETN. Those are the four dudes you typically on them first drives or one of them going to be hot. <laughs> right. And then you don't, you'll, you'll start off with them. And then next thing you know, you don't see them until the fourth quarter when you're down. It's like, why? And that's, that's not the players. That's coaching, you know? So, and I get it. Like you said, he's young. These players are young. And, and granted, you do have, you have to take that into accountability, but, it's just like certain things you just feel like you shouldn't do. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if I, if the dude got a hot hand or if a play is just working, like they say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Like, yeah, that, I guess. The, and that's what bothers me, man. And like, I, it has to, it has to draw some kind of concern to somebody that you, you see this happening. And it's not like, Okay, hey, it's it's something to sit here and see it happen maybe once or twice, but when you start to see a repeat pattern of that, that has to raise a flag to you. Yeah, and I think that, like you said, he's still young coach. He's, I mean, he has more experience than some of these other coaches. But see, this is the thing: you can be a young head coach and still football be fun. Uh, yeah. I lie when you look at uh, Dan Lanning or what he's done at Oregon. They they mm-hmm. didn't win over there, but guess what? Oregon looked funner than Florida playing football <laughs> <laughs> the last couple years, right? Right. Um, and that's where I think people, you know, think that oh, like, like <laughs> you can you you're gonna lose games, especially you know coming to a conference like the SEC. Sometimes things don't go your way, right? But right, you still can put things on the field that we see as fans and be like, okay, like I see what's going on. Like we talk about this that Florida has no identity on either side of the football, in my opinion. Um, yeah, the only thing that identity that I like from this past year that it like if you could name one thing from this past year, Juice, that you thought was that you liked what do you what would you say it could be a couple things if you got them what was the identity um and not even identity i'm just saying like it could be specific players it could be specific play calls or like i mean it was it was just more or less um a ricky pearsall show man um that's that was really Uh, yeah, I mean, as far as a good identity, that <laughs> it was Ricky Pearsall for me. Yeah, I think it was two or three things for me that I thought was like it was really pop, like positives and good stuff, and that was I like the Grand Merce energy. Um, that I thought that was you know different that I I wasn't expecting. I, I think his energy he got some swagger to him that I like. And then um, I think the young movement I liked. You got to see a lot of young guys on the field and see what they can do 
Um, I think it's some talented players on the team. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, and those, those, I, I did see some fight from even this defense being as horrible as it is. I did see guys not giving up um, as, you know, as, as bad as the defense was playing at times. I did see fight out of this team, even going into the last game. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think those were three positive things, but you know, all that being said, you still gotta, you still gotta go try to win these games and make this shit fun. <laughs> and, and that's what right. it's all about. <clears throat> yeah. And, but like I said, that's something we have to, Excuse me. Um, as a team, we have to figure out an identity somewhere on really on both sides, but some one of these sides we need to be having an identity on. Where because that is a problem when your team don't don't have an identity on either side of the ball. Yeah. Um you definitely um, <laughs> the identity thing is crazy, just because you know um, the talent that you have at running back. Your quarterback came in and played a lot better than we thought. Talented young wide receiver got a um, a, a, a nice good playmaker and Ricky Pearsall. Um, so the the building blocks were there, and I think where you just didn't you just failed and had miserable successes keeping uh QB protected uh and being able to run the ball consistently right right I think yeah. those were two things that bit you in the ass and you just could never uh recover from those and yeah I, I think he's gotta figure out first of all how can he run the ball consistently I think he you know the scheme can be something that you know if if you can block, it might be nice, but that's the ultimate goal is <laughs> finding out how to block. That's going to be the biggest problem is I know you brought in Brandon Kershaw and uh, um, I think, and then you got some younger guys coming in, but you know, where are you going to identify the gaps in this offensive line? Cause you losing a lot of dudes who weren't even amazing on the offensive line, but you probably were looking at them for this year to be able to come in and really, you know, uh, help you, um, um, not struggle so much, right? So, right. Um, and that's they've be- been in the system too, so at least the system is more familiarity. Shoot, boy, excuse me. You know, with the system anyway. Uh, right. So continuity, uh, but now you got to now not only that, like you said, now you got to replace them. And you're bringing somebody into a newer system, and you need more, still need more depth in in this area. So it's just some we got to deal with. Uh, I also too juice. I wanted to uh, let me see something here. I got one last thing, and then we'll get out of here. Um. One second here. I'm putting up something on the screen, but I need to check it before I do. Um, You know, going into this 2024 season, Juice, we know the gauntlet and what um, 
you know, what is going to take to come out on the other side of, um, you know, of this 2024 season with Texas and Oklahoma joining the conference. And we've already had pretty much a lot of conversations on the show about it, but uh, I did want to put this up on the screen while we're just kind of having a conversation here, juice. And this is a graphic that I made and it really just is to identify, you know, when you look at the coaches uh, and some of these teams that you'll have to go through um, in the 2024 season, it's something crazy. And, uh, when you look at 11 of these coaches um, have positive overall winning records, nine of them have positive records at their current jobs, Juice. Um, when you look at, you know, this lineup, especially, man, that that um, after those first five games, that schedule starts to get uh, <laughs> uh, you start to feel the wind in your ass. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. Yeah. I mean, we already knew what that schedule was like anyway. But like you said, to break it down by the coaches, uh, the numbers. Man, he got he has a hard fight. And he's really going to have to step up on coaching on his part uh, this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Because uh, this is, like you said, this is going to and this is a make or break year for for Billy from a fan perspective. I, I put it like that. Um, that's what this year is for. Um, again, I, I wholeheartedly believe that regardless of what whatever happens this year, Billy has another year. But from the fan perspective, this is a make or break year for Billy. Yeah, because when you look at it, Juice, and Mm -hmm. what he's going into, and you look at it on paper, and probably, you know, where Florida is going to be favored, you know, in some of these games, or the underdog on paper, you know, (laughs) um, it ain't gonna, you know, it ain't gonna look all good. Right. What's gonna happen when you line up and they standing right across from you, boy, boy? You know? Hey, boy, boy. <laughs> yeah, man. But nah, he um, he he definitely has to, like you said, juice in the coaching area. Those little things, those little hiccups that can, um, uh, especially if your team is struggling already, and you pile on the penalties and you pile on the mistakes. And you pile on the coach special team blunders. Uh, you pile on the the strength and conditioning. Um, it adds up for a recipe for disaster, right? Right. Um, yeah. But Juice, I do think, and I already said this multiple times. This is where you're gonna find out <laughs> when they lined up from across you, boy, 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 boy. <laughs> yeah. And you, and you gonna you gonna you gonna put up or shut up, uh, and and this is why I do like this in this situation because we're gonna find out, um, you know, is is what you're back against the wall, what mm-hmm. you made of. This is the best conference in the country. Um, 
the most talented conference in the country, the best coach conference in the country. Um, what are you going to do when you go up against probably Florida's hardest schedule uh, in quite a while? And that's assuming, you know, you know, you look at Mario Cristobal hasn't had a success, you know, 12 and 13 in Miami. But uh, when you look at his evolution, right, I think he went five and seven the, uh, the first year. And then I think he went seven and something this year. Can he go yeah, nine yeah. and something like right. you'll see a level of progression, right? Right. You're saying, yeah, at least you're saying progression on his end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where you, you know, if they, if Miami, if they're somehow good, man, you really, this schedule really is crazy. Cause I'm assuming, you know, I think we're all expecting Miami to be Miami that, that we've seen, right? Like right. Struggle, continue to struggle out the gate. The game is in Gainesville as well. So another positive for you. And we know, you know, Mario Cristobal, you see his head coach record 74 and 73. Uh, and then 12 and 13 at Miami kind of lines up where he is overall. Um, I think you, you know, fate that game is a heavy favor for you. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, but like I said, we, hey, it's a game just, you can still lose too. It's, and guess Miami, we just seen who they signed, Cam Ward. You get him out of the portal. Um, dude is, dude is nice, man. And, and, you know, we've seen, we've seen quarterbacks go to other schools and have a ton of success. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but uh, we've also seen QBs go to other schools and not have success. Uh, Kim Ward is a talented kid, man. And yeah, and, and again, this is still, you know, Miami, so they do – they're just like Florida. They, they have talented players. Maybe not, you know, quality depth and stuff, but they do have talented players, so – it's a game yeah yeah i mean we everybody been talking crap for a long time and now it's finally coming ahead to where we're 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 matching up we're lining up boy boy you know (laughs) um so you you know now you gotta really put up a shut up so this this game here if I had to pick right now, I'm gonna, I'm only going with Florida just because they're at home. Yeah, and so that, yeah, that gives them here. like a three point, you know. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I give the them. Swamp's a, gonna a be two. sold out. Yeah, it's gonna be sold out. It's gonna be rocking. It's gonna be crazy, and I'm expecting the same type of game where it probably will be closer than what. We all think like I think leading up to the game, I think I'll give Florida probably, you know, three to seven. And then as or no, I, I maybe I say three to seven to ten, depending on how the offseason goes. And then once the game gets here, I think we'll be like, damn, that shit was closer than what we wanted to be, bro. <laughs> yeah, I think it might end up being like, you know, uh, that Utah game, like, you know, when what we had at home. Mm-hmm. Um that year or even when we played um Miami, you know, that's uh, what I'm saying. That the, opening game. The last yeah. Miami game. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna it's that's I what I like think that's it'll what be. it'll be. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. me too. I, I think it'll be that type of game where we feel like we should have this, but it's like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh and then <clears throat> 
you know, moving on, I think when you get to um, Mike Elko and Jeff Levy, both of them O and O at the current locations. Right. You see, uh, Mike Elko, he does have a head coaching record, coach at Duke, sixteen and nine, and then Jeff Levy has not been a head coach. I think that'll be super important as well to um, to see um, where you stack up against these brand new coaches in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and can you, you know, put your mark like, hey, I'm here, boy, boy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and really show them like, you know. Like I'm not messing around. I'm I'm a SEC caliber head coach, right? Because yeah. I think those at minimum are the games. I know that the Mississippi State game is um, away at Mississippi State, and we know how crazy it can get there with the cowbells and all that stuff. But uh, we've seen Florida go into that stadium before and and, and pull out a win. So, uh, and then you go into UCF with Gus Malzahn, and you can see his head coaching record total. Uh, they moved to I think what Big Twelve this past is it this yeah. year or the past year? I think um, well this coming year or something. Like, yeah. Yep. So you know you're you'll be playing them in a different conference, and we'll see what that brings. We've seen Gus Malzahn twenty four and sixteen at UCF. Uh, you know, positive head coach record right now. Billy Napier's eleven and fourteen. So he is when you look at across mm-hmm. the board. Uh, if you take out the O and Os. He is the lowest rated coach on this, losing wise. Uh, I guess, mm-hmm. granted, if you look at Steve Sarkeesian, he has also lost fourteen games, but he's also won uh, five. Yeah, games. there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, then you got Josh Heupel. Can they capture some of that same success offensively that they had with Henry Hooker? You just went through a season with Joe Milton, and even you know Tennessee, they didn't. Do what um they didn't do what they did last year, but guess what? Tennessee, how many games did they lose? Three? Yeah, I think so. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. So um <laughs> one more games than Florida. Four, right. Uh, then you got we saw we saw a little uh preview of Nico out there. You know, yeah. highly talented kid. Everybody knows who he is, can see what they do with him. So that's gonna be an interesting uh, outcome there, and then when you move on, Juice, you got Mark Stoops. You know, positive re- record at Kentucky, seventy-three and sixty-five. Um, yeah, oh, they were nine. A guy four. who's sorry, <clears throat> say it again. Tennessee was nine and four. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> um, with a new with a quarterback change there. Um, losing Hinden, a guy like Hendon Hooker, some of them playmakers as well. You know, I think that not not a not an older uh, a complete loss, right? Um, right. In your what is he going into his third year? Who is this? Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, hypo. Yeah, yeah, third year. Yep. Then Kirby Smart. I mean, right now when you look at the SEC, I guess you you got to put him at number one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's number one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. With Nick Saban stepping down, so got Steve yeah. Sarkeesian, Texas. Offensively, they made college football playoffs. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Man. you got Brian Kelly, two hundred eighty-three and one hundred and three juice. 
overall. <laughs> 20 and 7 at LSU. All right. I seen somebody on Twitter who's like, man, what has Brian Kelly done? I'm like, bro. And like they were saying that they were saying that LSU. I'm like, man, he's 20 and 7. Like, yeah, he lost some, he lost some games, but I mean man, hey, he went he went to the SEC <laughs> championship his first year. And a Heisman winner. You know what I'm saying? Like that was his that was his transfer. <laughs> the, I mean Crazy. they doing good. It, Ask you what Billy, what has Billy done? That's the question you need to be asked. Then you cap off the season with Ole Miss Lane Kiffin, 34-15 at Ole Miss, 95-49 yeah. total. And then you got Mike Norville to end with Florida State, 31-17, 69-32. Really, the last couple of years have kind of recaptured some of that energy. And 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 uh, you know, got himself off the hot seat. <laughs> Even in the Alabama coaching search, his name right. was up there, which I thought was very interesting. I don't know how true it was, uh, but um, yeah. And you can see, you know, he's turned around Florida State the last couple of years, and they've been on the up and up, right? Yeah, and they're recruiting. Well, they definitely hit never transfer portal. I tell you that. Yes, sir. Um, that's been his recipe for success, you know. Yeah, last year. Um, they got DJ Uyunglele, and yeah. um, <clears throat> we'll see how he takes them. But Juice, you know, I just wanted to put that up there. I think it'll be an interesting season. We'll have plenty more conversations. This is way too early about the recruiting class, way too early yeah. about the season. Uh, but you know, I think we had to get this off the chest. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, without a doubt. Because, uh, and that's something that we're just going to be talking about all, you know, all season. Um, because now we're back to line season again. Uh, <laughs> we're going to see what's going on, what kind of more lives we're going to spread this year. Um, and like I said, they, people gonna start pulling receipts, <laughs> so because these yes, games got to get played. Yep. All right, my man, Juice. Yes, sir. Um, been a great, great episode. We ain't had no call-ins, but it's all good. I feel like you was the call-in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm be at work, but I uh, got snowed <laughs> in, so. <laughs> Able to pop this on off tonight. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you guys next time. Appreciate you joining us at Talking Sauce. Remember to hit that like and subscribe button. Juice, real quick before we leave, take us out and tell the people where they can find us. Yeah, so you know where you can find us at. Hit us uh, on talkingsauce.shop. Going to get your merch, everything. You know, it's winter time. Get everything, get your gear for all all seasons, all type of weather. We got the championship collection. If you don't know, well, now you know. So, yeah, go ahead, get your merch. And also, you know what we're trying to do? We're trying to get to our goal of 600 subscribers. So what what we need you to do is hit that like and subscribe button, tell your friends, family, cats, and dogs, anything with paws and claws, to hit that like and subscribe button to help us get to that goal of 600. So thank you. Definitely got another uh, show coming next week, so please stay tuned. Thank you all for tuning in.
Yes, sir. And uh, with that juice, we're going to get out of here. I'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Peace. Where's the button?